morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita, and today is Monday, February the 1st, 2021. As always, we give thanks to God for what he is doing in our lives and in the lives of the people, places, and things that God has called us to pray for, intercede on behalf of, be a blessing to, because how does God's will get done? We know that God can do anything, but he chooses to use people in the earth. So let it be in earth as it is in the heavens. Thank you so much for joining me on this Monday morning, February the 1st. I want to apologize that I did not get back on um, this weekend to finish Daniel uh, chapter 6. Let's do that on tomorrow. Tomorrow we will finish Daniel chapter 6. Um, the second half of that, um, we will get on that tomorrow. So please forgive me. Um, Saturday was the first time in a long time. I was able to sleep in, and so I did just that. And as soon as I woke up, I kind of hit the hit the ground running. So um, I apologize for that. For those who may have been waiting for it, for those of you who weren't, then good. But we'll pick up tomorrow. On today, the Lord had laid upon my heart. Um, it's snowing here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and so I called myself waking up a little bit early to get out and shovel the snow before I left this morning. And, you know, when it's cold, if you live in a place where it's cold, sometimes you just don't want to get up out of the bed. But nonetheless, as I was shoveling snow, because I had shoveled yesterday, it's like my third my third time shoveling this weekend. So let's, that lets you know it's been a steady kind of snow on and off within the last couple of days. And so as I was shoveling snow, um, the Holy Spirit began to minister to me about how shoveling snow can be like sin. Now, I don't know exactly where the Holy Spirit was going with this, but I know that God knows that um, doing prayers for your day is something that I believe that he called me to do. And so often because we are God's children and he knows how to talk to us to get us to understand certain things, then he will talk to us in that way. Just like if you have multiple children, you don't always talk to your children the same way. Some some children may need you to break it down certain ways when you're trying to explain something to them. And so God knows me, and he knows how I receive things. He knows how my mind works. And so as I was shoveling snow this morning, like I said, this is my third or fourth time shoveling snow, where some people haven't shoveled at all in my neighborhood and so the snow is pretty it's pretty thick. And when they get out there and shovel, they're going to struggle. But one of the things that I that I had learned when um I had to start shoveling snow was that um it's better for me when I clean it up as I go. When there's a a, a layer, when there's just a little layer of snow, um, or when the snow stops, it's better for me to get out there and shovel then. Why? Because the snow is not as thick um, as when there's inches and inches and inches on top of inches. It's harder to shovel. Um, it freezes up sometimes when you let it get really thick like that and you're trying to shovel, and it can take hours. 
And so the Lord began to deal with me in terms of, okay, if you're going to have to do this, and this is what I love about God, because he gives you instruction. He, he tells you because he knows us. And he said that he would never leave us nor forsake us. So sometimes when you didn't plan on having to do certain things, then God will instruct you and give you the ability to know how to do it or to know who to call or to even pay somebody to do uh, what it is that might be hard for you to do. So God gave me that instruction, shovel as it falls, shovel when there's a break in the snow so you don't have to get out there uh, and try to, with your strength, try to, you know, lift up big piles of snow. And so as I was shoveling this morning, the Holy Spirit said, this is like sin. See, this is what happens. Sin, when it falls, it just starts as a, it's a layer of sin, right? Nobody really jumps in. And and I guess, you know, there, there, first of all, there is no sin greater than the other. So let me say that. But we do know that there are certain sins, according to the Bible, there are certain sins that um, that will have different consequences for us, okay? And that's not Danita talking. That's the Bible. Um, and, and I'm not going to get into that right now. But in that, the Holy Spirit said this is like sin. Sin usually starts off as a layer, right? It's not that big of a deal. I just told a little white lie. I just... Um, I just took this home from work, or um, I I just decided that you know um, for you know for something that's going on, I would just do it just a little bit, right? I'm just texting, or I'm just talking on the phone, or we're just friends, right? It starts off as a layer, just a layer, right? It, it, and that's how the enemy comes in. It looks very innocent at first. But then, as you continue on, as you continue, as you continue with, well, I just went over his house, we didn't, or her house, we didn't do anything, we just watched TV until 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and we just snuggled. It was just a little something, and and yeah, we just kissed, and that was it. But if you keep on, just like the snow keeps falling, if you keep on, then what started as just a little, just, just, you know, and maybe it was totally innocent, right? Maybe it's just a half inch of snow. And, and maybe it's just, you know, um, it, it was just a little white lie. It's not that I lied. I just didn't tell the person the whole truth, right? I withheld information. And one of the things that I, and I've said this before, that I tried to, teach my daughters if, that if you withhold something from me that has the ability to change the way that I respond to you, then it's a lie. Then it's a lie. But somehow, you know, the enemy will have us convinced, well, if the person, you know, kind of don't, don't ask, don't tell, kind of, but yet at the same time, you know that it's the truth was all the way told, and you were all the way up front, the person would change how they deal with you. 
then it is a lie. And so the Holy Spirit just began to minister to me about when people recognize, when we recognize, when I recognize that just that something has started that is not right in the eyes of God. And if man were to know it, it would be an issue that I've got to clean it up. I've got to clean it up right then. I can't wait until layers upon layers upon layers show up. But a lot of times, that's what we do, right? Because, of course, who wants to get out there and shovel snow? It's hard work, right? And and sin. At first, it doesn't seem like it's hard work. Just like with the, when the snow falls, at first, it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. At first, it doesn't seem like it's hard work, right? And and if we've gotten used to it, right, maybe you lift weights or you exercise, so you think, ah, it's not going to be a big deal. I can handle it. But the more the snow falls and the colder it gets, I don't care how how hard it, how well shaped you might be, how easy it looks, it gets difficult. And that's the same with sin. It gets difficult to clean up when it, there's layers upon layers, lies upon lies. Um, you know, people who taking money, you know, or whatever, you know, you just start taking a little bit. And so that $5 is now, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or the hundreds of thousands of dollars is now millions of dollars that you you know, uh, maneuvered from your job or that innocent um, kiss or that innocent late-night movie of just cuddling and watching TV has turned into now, you know, fornication or now a baby, you know, that maybe nobody plans on or now, you know, broken homes or marriages or whatever. It just takes on time after time after time when God has called us to walk after the Spirit. We are to walk after the Spirit because guess what? In in Galatians chapter 6, the Bible says that the flesh and the Spirit are always at war. Always. They're at war in me. They're at war in you. They are always at war within us. The flesh and the spirit are always at war. And we wonder, okay, so what do I do in in this situation? I'm conflicted. And I always tell people, if you're conflicted, then what does the word of God say to do? Not what man says to do. What does the word of God say to do? And I will tell you that usually the word of God will tell us to do the hard thing. So after I've let the snow cake upon after, you know, uh, continue inches after inches of inches, some people will say, guess what, forget it. I'm just going to ride over the snow. I'm just going to ride over the snow. And when you go past their driveway, usually it looks a mess because they just rolled over the snow. And they say, it'll take care of itself. And eventually... It will, 
but maybe not after some falls because the ice has set in from the tire tracks. Maybe not after a lawsuit. And if the snow continues to fall, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse, right? So we've got to deal with the hard thing. So what would the hard thing be? The hard thing would be to get get out, get out, and shovel the snow. Yes, it's going to take hours. Yes, it's going to be a mess. Yes, you know, your back's going to hurt. Your body might be a little bit sore, right? Yes. It's going to hurt, but guess what? You're not shoveling it by yourself. There are tools out there now to help you do the hard thing. One tool could be a good old-fashioned shovel. Another tool could be, um, and I can't even think of it now, shoot, the shovel uh, does the snow for you with the whole power thing. can't even think of the name of it. Right, But there are tools out there now that will help you get out of your mess. So, okay, yeah, Danita, there's tools for shoveling, but what are the tools for getting out of sin? What are the tools of getting out of sin? Prayer and your Bible. Repentance, (laughs) prayer, and your Bible. Those are the tools. Often, when you read the Word of God, it was never the easy thing that God's people had to do. It was the hard thing. Joseph had to do the hard thing. Daniel, as we'll read tomorrow as we finish chapter 6, had to do the hard thing. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had to do the hard thing. Hosea when God told him to go after his adulterous wife. Do you think he wanted to go back to his adulterous wife? And everybody knew what she was doing and what was up what she was up to, no. But he had to do the hard thing. Joseph, when he took Mary as his wife and he knew he had not been with her, he had to do the hard thing. The disciples, when they left everything to follow Christ, they had to do the hard thing. Moses had to do the hard thing. And so if you live in a place and snow is falling, don't wait until it cakes and cakes and cakes upon itself and you have to go out there and do the hard thing. Shoveling snow is hard anyway. Cleaning up after your sin is hard anyway. Let's be real. It's hard anyway. When we, when you truly love God and you truly want to do what's pleasing to him, it's hard. I am a witness. It is hard sometimes to do the right thing. It's easy to do what everybody else is doing. That's easy. It's easy to go with the status quo. But it's the hard thing. When athletes train, it's not easy for them to train. I don't care how long they've been doing it. It looks easy. But I guarantee you, look at some of these workouts that these athletes do and how they deprive themselves of of eating certain things. It's the hard thing. 
because it's the hard thing that makes it it's worth it. The hard thing is worth it. So get out there, shovel your snow, <laughs> clean up your house, clean up your life, do the hard thing. Because we are people, we are men and women of God who walk after the Spirit. And we have to know that our flesh is always going to be in conflict with our spirit man. It just is. The Word of God tells us that. So when we have to make choices and we, oh, I don't know what to do, know that it is your flesh warring with your spirit. It's your flesh warring with your spirit, and if you let the snow pile on top of the snow, and now what was just maybe a half of an inch or an inch is now six or seven inches, then you got to be prepared to do the hard thing. And it's nobody's fault. It's not God's fault. Because God told us to bind the word of God to our heart so that we may not sin against him. Half of the sins that we commit as I read the word, half of the sins that I committed, because I didn't know any better. I read it, right? But nobody taught me. It wasn't until I began to really spend time with God that God began to show me me. And began to show me how he was trying to tell me to get up and shovel my snow when it was only a half inch. So today, as you go to do today, I want you to think about this. And I'm going to pray rather quickly just to cover us. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today, oh God, for this is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask, oh God, that you would forgive us of our sins, our sins of omission and commission, oh God, the sins, Heavenly Father, that we did knowing that they were wrong, and the sins, oh God, that we did that we didn't know were wrong. For God, your word tells us that your people perish for lack of knowledge. God, hallelujah, we thank you, oh God, for your grace and your mercy, oh God, that we don't have to die in sin. We thank you, oh God, for your grace and your mercy for showing us us. We thank you, O oh God, for your grace and your mercy, even on this morning, for sending a timely word, a right now word, O oh God, to let us know that it is because we've allowed our sin to pile up. It is because, O oh God, we didn't get out there and do the hard thing earlier. But God, right now, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we look to you, O oh God, to strengthen us to do the hard thing on today, O oh God. We look to you, O oh God, hallelujah, to give us the minds of Christ, O oh God, to do the hard thing, O oh God, to say what Job said, O oh God, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. In the name of Jesus, O oh God, we thank you that you are awakening us, O oh God, that it's time to do the hard thing. It's time, O oh God, to get out there and do the things that you have called us to do. We know, O oh God, that we might lose relationships with it. In the name of Jesus, 
We know, oh God, that it won't feel good. We might be sore, hallelujah, a little bit. Sore in our physical man, sore in our emotional man, sore in our mind, oh God, hallelujah. But we thank you, oh God, hallelujah, for your word said that our flesh is always going to be at war with our spirit. So once we can grasp that, once we can understand that, oh God, hallelujah, that there is an internal warfare going on even now in the name of Jesus, then we can commit ourselves to walk after the spirit. Then we can commit ourselves in knowing, hallelujah, that flesh, you can't win today. We can commit ourselves, hallelujah, in knowing, oh God, hallelujah, that you've already gone before us and we have the victory. So God, we pray for those of us who have to do the hard thing on today, oh God, Give us the strength, oh God, to say what needs to be said. Give us the strength, oh God, to do what needs to be done. In the name of Jesus, give us the strength to stay, oh God, or give us the strength to walk away. In the name of Jesus, but God, give us the strength to do the hard thing. In the name of Jesus, and God, we'll be sure to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise, because it's when we do the hard thing, oh God, we prevail. It's when we do the hard thing, oh God, your strength is made perfect in our weakness. It's when we do the hard thing, oh God, hallelujah, truly, we can shout unto you with the voice of triumph, hallelujah, God, because your word never told us that it would be easy, but hallelujah, but we know that it will be worth it, hallelujah. When we take our last breath, hallelujah, it's worth it. In the name of Jesus, when our kids tell us, hallelujah, that that they look at us as their role model, hallelujah, it's worth it. In the name of Jesus, oh, God, we bless your name on this morning, oh, God, and we thank you, oh, God, for we know it's worth it, and we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. And we will pick up on tomorrow, you all, with Daniel chapter 6. Thank you for just praying with me and believing uh, in me and and um, coming with me in prayer as we come together to glorify and lift him up. Have a wonderful day, and I plead the blood of Jesus over you and your family on today. Hallelujah. And I just declare and decree that you have a keen mind, supernatural wisdom, insight, knowledge, and understanding. Hallelujah. And I believe that God is going to give you the strength to do the hard thing. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen.